Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, uh, it certainly is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday, I think. It's been so crazy. Uh, we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, YouTube. It's it's. <laughs> Sometimes you just wake up and go, it's one of those days. And it's kind of been one of those days throughout. In moments, I think we're going to be joined by today's Hour One co-host, Rod Black, the peerless, the ageless, the Hall of Fame worthy Rod Black uh, will be joining us from Ports Unknown. I'm not sure where because Moose is in a seminar only for hour one, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now, I was led to believe that Mr. Black would be logging into the feed 15 minutes before the hour so we could shoot the breeze and get ready to do the show together. And uh, here we are, liftoff, national television, regional radio, WQEE Atlanta. Shout out Ryan on radio. And it's just me. Well, guess what? I can handle it. I got so much stuff here. The biggest problem in my life right now is my bet regal robe, which I was going to save for the second segment, uh, is no, is not within arm's length. So I, I might be bailing out of my chair to go get the uh, bet regal robe if I need it here in the opening segment. Other than that, how do you like us so far? Um, I will get to the viewers that are and listeners that are writing in saying good morning and so forth. I appreciate it. Um, at some point, we will have Rod Black, I believe. In hour two, the voice of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, R.J. Broadhead, is going to be joining us. He's a longtime friend of mine, too. Guy's done a lot of work in the broadcast industry. Currently, the voice of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And as I say, Moose will be with us in hour two. I guess now would be a good time to... Uh, Clark said he's got the photo. This is a difficult one for me because it was uh, my cousin Christine, a huge part of this community, of this program, big supporter of mine. She passed away, and uh, I told you last week she had a severe health event because some of the viewers had asked where she was, and I said she had a severe health event, and she passed away last night. So um, for those that watch this program regularly, you can keep the photo up for a minute, Clark, if you don't mind, because I may lose it. And to our radio listeners, I, uh, I apologize you can't see it. But she quite often referred to my dad as her hero. Uh, so that's the two of them together. So I've talked with the family, and um, those two are together again. So thank you for your well wishes and condolences to the happy family. All right. Back on point, and uh, it's been tough for the family, but we will get through it because it is a very strong family. Can you please hit the quick six show horn? How about that? 
as Chris would know, the show must go on, and my dad, too. So uh, we can debate. We're going to be doing this all together, you and me. Uh, so number one, we're going to start with NHL leftovers because the one thing that unites all of our listeners and viewers, wherever they may be, is hockey. And the National Hockey League, hockey unites us all. The Vancouver Canucks got third-period goals from Dakota Joshua, Sheldon Dries, and Bo Horvat to beat the visiting Chicago Blackhawks 5-2 on Tuesday night. The Canucks snapped a three-game losing skid and also made a winner out of new coach Rick Tockett, who made his debut on Vancouver's bench. Andre Kuzmenko scored twice for the Canucks, while Patrick Kane and Sam Lafferty netted singles for the Hawks, who dropped their second in a row. Interesting point with Tim Hunter yesterday, the Canucks alumni you understand that with no co-host, this is, this is not good for me because this is now my opportunity to sit here with a monologue and soliloquy and give all my thoughts, which is a lot of people say they want. Like Tim Hunter came on here yesterday and said, yeah, the Canucks will be okay. They're going to get a bump with the hiring of Rick Tockett, but overall they're not good enough. And he didn't just talk about the blue line because everybody talks about Vancouver's blue line, but he says they're not good enough up front. I would respectfully disagree but he's Tim Hunter, and what's great is all these opinions that make the world go round. In that game last night, if you want to know why Chicago is battling for the final playoffs or final sp spot in the NHL, the right to uh, have the best chance to draft Connor Bedard, look at the dumb things like what Max Domi did last night, cross-checking a guy into the net from behind in a game that Chicago, I would think, would want to win. Um, if you want to know why Max is on his fourth team already in this young NHL career, uh, there's a good example right there. So it's just interesting. My commentary today on Sask Radio, and you can read it at rodpeterson.com, is the Canucks will eventually come back to earth after this dead cat bounce, as they say. And we'll forget about the Bruce Boudreaux thing. And I think everything's going, I think a lot of the focus in Canada anyways is going to shift over to the Calgary Flames and what's going on over there. Talked a little bit on yesterday's program about how I've spoken with people in and around the Calgary organization. And it's kind of ugly what's going on there. And I, I think a lot of people have picked up and noticed they're in the eighth spot as we sit here today. I, I firmly believe the best is yet to come from the Calgary Flames. But I'm seeing what's on social media. I see what some members of the media, and, and, and you got them? Okay, the, okay, the guys, thanks, Clark. The guys that I've talked to, well, they've told me who the media members are, but they've never said it publicly, so I'm not going to. But they're trying to, like, crowbar apart Daryl Sutter and the fan base. And I'm like, you think Daryl Sutter's changed? He was the coach of the year last year. There's a lot of media in Calgary getting tired of Daryl's act. But the people that I talk to continue to walk through fire for Daryl Sutter. So I'm just interested to see where that plays out. I'd like to think that it'll play out favorably. All the Flames have to do is win. But that's easier said than done. And I think they're going to be in the playoffs and be fine. Uh, Tanner Janot, pride of Oxbow Sask. Third period goal snapped a 1-1 tie and lifted the Predators past the visiting Winnipeg Jets 2-1. Have we got Rod? What's up? Okay, we got him. Okay, I'm just flying through these scores. Dougie Hamilton scored late to tie the game, netted the power play goal in overtime with 106 to go. The New Jersey Devils beat Vegas 3-2. The Devils are now 7-0-1 in their last eight. And uh, how about Colorado? 
are Terry Lekkinen, Andrew Cogliano, and Alex Newhook scored. And surging Colorado held off the Washington Capitals 3-2 Tuesday night to give coach Jared Bednar his franchise record 266th victory. I've got the NHL top five, bottom five coming up. Bull Levi signing in Hamilton, how that's affected the CFL power rankings. Uh, tonight's NHL games, the CHL top prospects, this weekend's NFL conference championships. So there was a lot we could have got to, but we got them now. The great Rod Black. And in an interesting position, Rod, now that you're co-hosting with me, what's up, bud? How are you? Good. We're, it's the Rod couple. Yeah. I love it. Right. A couple of Rods. I love it. Rod Square. The Rods. Hey. Yeah. Last time I, I saw a show some... called The Rods was on, I think it was it was uh, deep in the heart of uh, the internet. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say in, in South Florida. Because there's a lot of fishing and boating shows on television here. And quite frankly, I'm getting hooked on them. But listen, Rod, every time you're on, the viewers and listeners write me. And to our U.S. listeners, Rod is the very first ever voice of the Toronto Raptors on television. Longtime voice of the CFL on TSN. A lot of other things. They say, I didn't know Rod was that funny. I didn't know this about Rod. Um, isn't it nice to be able to come on and just sort of display what you're really like? rather than what people well, think yeah. from I what mean, they've seen ever, from hey, hey ever since they legalized cannabis it's been it's been great no 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 <laughs> oh i am who right. i am you rod we go back a long way i am who i am um you know i think sometimes during television we never really have an opportunity to um to expand or expound um and and have some fun i love having fun anybody who knows me who's worked with me um uh, I, I have a huge passion for sports, uh, just like you, just like your listeners and viewers. Uh, it's 24-7, 365. I don't have a life. I live in the toy department. <laughs> and it's, yeah. and uh, it was a great toy department last weekend, sitting watching so many different sports, but I love it all. And so, hey, hello to everybody watching. Um, my condolences, by the way, I heard... Um, uh, the news off the top by uh, my condolences and sympathies uh, and thoughts. Thank you. Uh, it, life is life is crazy. The last um, three years, we lose people. Um, we've lost so many oh. people. And uh, you know, like life, that happens. But it just seems that we lost a lot of people uh, in the sports world, including friends and family. And I do think it had a lot to do with the fact that we were hunkered down and and and. We never had a chance maybe to reach out to some of the people. And all of a sudden you hear, oh, my goodness, that person's sick. And I do think that a lot of people did not or were not able to get the proper care, medical care that they should have or could have yeah. got because we were in a pandemic. And so, you know, you, you think about all of that. And I, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, we're on the other side of this thing and things are getting better. But um, one of the beauties of uh, um, the beautiful things and wonderful things that has happened when we do rod unfortunately lose someone who's very close to us is that we start to remember and and cherish that that memory and i think we honestly have got a real true appreciation for life uh now more than we've ever had um and uh, the, those closest to us are always in our hearts so i i i, I would I feel for thank you. you i certainly hope that that's the that's the viewpoint that society has at least you and i have we can only speak for ourselves but i appreciate things a heck of a lot more but you know back to the other thing you've been on this show wearing a mullet wig a santa hat i can't <laughs> think of all the various things that you've brought on okay why what do have, I got have today? these props there yeah what do you i have no clue 
I clearly don't have a life. I'm like, I'm kind of like Mr. Dress Up. And that, that when I, and I, your American viewers have no idea. Um, and the Canadian Mr. viewers. Mr. Rogers, uh, Canada's Mr. Age, Rogers. Yeah. Under, under the age of uh, 40, probably have no idea. But you think about it now, it is kind of creepy when you think back to a guy who was, uh, had a tickle trunk and his best friend was a puppet and uh, he dressed up. Uh, a very, but <laughs> you know, that's what we grew Ernie up Coombs. with. Ernie, Ernie Coombs. Coombs. And I had a chance to meet him once. I actually had a chance to interview him when I was doing Canada AM. I was actually so thrilled uh, because, again, it's part of growing up. Like Sesame Street. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we talked about those who have departed. We've seen so many of the, the great Sesame Street voices or creators who have left us. And again, I'm not sure. I think Sesame Street will live forever. I think all of those kids' shows, and if you have kids out there, anybody who's a parent uh, knows uh, that, you know, one of the things that we have had to do is put your kids in front of a television and you hope they're watching good things. Um, uh, you know, I, my kids watch the Wiggles and, uh, you know, the, the modern day things. They loved Space Jam when it came out. And uh, what's the, the one that uh, it's uh, Teletubbies? That's the Mine weirdest Teletubbies. Breaking well, show yeah, I've ever my seen kid. my tinky winky, hipsty, love. I look that still winky. goes through my head. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Tubby oh. say hello. Your kids are obviously in their twenties because when that thing came yeah, on, my yeah, well, kids still watching. Boom. And it's it's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, B.W. from Edmonton writes in and says, Mr. Dressup was American. I don't know about that. You'll have to look oh, it up. Was he? Maybe. You'll have to look. I don't, I'm not was. sure that Ernie Coombs was. I thought it was a Canadian show. And But, yeah, um, actually, so let me just bring this around for a second. On the humanity of life and stuff, it is still sports. I mean, I've had things happen in my life where I think sports is toyland, but to the people in sports, it's still mm -hmm. life and death to them. And I get it. Mm -hmm. It's their careers and, and their lives. But we have three minutes in this segment. Bruce Boudreau, Rick Talkin, mm -hmm. Vancouver. What are your thoughts on what's going on out there? Well, uh, coaches are hired to be fired. We all know that, right? And and and, and I love Gabby. I, I used to host a radio show on, on Sirius XM. Uh, and Bruce was on that show all the time. I love the guy. He, he lives by that nickname, Gabby. He's one of the, he is who he is. I love the old HBO things where he just threw F-bombs. That's Gabby. I mean, the dude was in Slapshot. He was at, by the way, Bruce Boudreaux was a hell of a hockey player. Go on YouTube and watch. Yo, yeah. Take a look at his numbers. Spectacular, yada, yada. A very, very good coach through the years. During regular season, his record during regular season, he's just never been able to take a team to the next level. Do I believe that Bruce Boudreaux should have been fired? If you go by the record of the Vancouver Canucks and what they had done, yes. The way that they did it, though, Rod, was absolutely deplorable and atrocious. And I don't know if they lost their mind or were tone deaf. I'm a big fan of Jim Rutherford. I'm a, you know, the, the ownership of the Vancouver Canucks. I don't know who came up with the concept that this could be a farewell. It didn't work. And so that side of me says, you know, that they handled that very poorly. I thought Rutherford later handled it a little bit better. But he, let's face it, if you don't win, you're not winning, and you've lost the room accordingly, you're going to get axed. The thing is, though, I feel real bad for Rick Tockett because Rick Tockett is an yeah. exceptional coach. And he's had to come. imagine coming into this. And poor talk, you know, going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, like imagine that. Like we've seen that before in sports. Oh, my goodness. 
Rick Tockett uh, will be a coach, I think, for a longer period of time than any of those previous coaches in Vancouver. They're going to have to be patient, clearly. Um, I maybe maybe they 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 try hard for Bedard. I, I you know you kind of wonder where they're going. I mean, if they were, why wouldn't they just keep Bruce Boudreau? I mean, they were you know that the, the, their their record showed it. Uh, but now they got Rick Tockett. Could they turn things around? He's a great man. I, they're both great dudes. I just a terrible situation that no no PR firm would ever have wanted to handle. Ever. Oh. <laughs> yes. But. And by the way, Bruce Boudreaux to... will coach again. He will coach again. Yeah. I am convinced he will coach again somewhere, somehow. Some team is going to go through it. And I think he got emotional because he thought, you know, this could be it. This is it. Like, how many times, how many tries do I get? There's a reason, Bruce Boudreaux, because he's a great people person. He's a great players coach. And there's going to be a team somewhere that needs a coach at a moment, and they are probably going to look down their list of the guys who are available. And by the way, there's some really good ones. And, and you know, John Tortorella could be available again down the road. Who knows? But yeah. Bruce Boudreaux will coach again. I will say one thing. Tockett looked a lot more at home behind the podium than he does on a set on the NHL on TNT, where he's good, <laughs> but he is a coach. Right, so he's yeah. where he belongs. Yeah. When we come back, we'll get into the NFL Conference Championship games this weekend. Some CFL stuff, more on the NHL. I'm going to push the top five, bottom five for Bet Regal. It's the Rod Couple. Exactly. We'll fight together again, finally. Rod Black, Rod Peterson will be love right you, back man. on Game Plus TV. YouTube, love, love you too, and WQEE Radio. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, great to have Rod Black co-hosting. And before we bring him back on the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, they have dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. We're into round three of our NHL reverse retro jersey bracket today. Whose reverse retro is better, the Winnipeg Jets or the Minnesota Wild? And to me, it ain't close. It's Winnipeg all day. But we're very big in Winnipeg. On Bell MTS Cable, Game Plus Television. Everybody out there, get your votes in. I know this is a big rivalry, too. The Wild and the Jets on the ice. But how about the jerseys? And as we bring uh, Rod Black back in as the original Win Winnipegger, I got to think you're voting for the double blue there. You know, honestly, I'm yes and no. Like, I am a pegger. I, you're always, I, and I'm a pegger. <laughs> and I'm from the burbs of the peg. Like I'm from Transcona, the land of flamingos, uh, and 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 romance and 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 sunshine, <laughs> and 
I will tell you, I like the retro, but I don't remember that retro. Like, I would like to see the oldish, really old retro jet jersey. I mean, their old retro jersey that I followed didn't have that double blue. The Minnesota one looks a lot closer in color to the star, North Stars, Minnesota North Stars, uh, the Brian Bellows, Neil Broughton era, Cesar Maniego. Remember those guys? Ted Hampson. Of course, I love hey? Hey, look at those. Those are I'm, I'm really going back a long way. But those uh, those Minnesota North Star uniforms were something. I, but I am a, I'm completely partial to the Jets, of course. Did you mention Don Beaupre? Uh, did you in that? Oh, Don, because uh, that's what I think of. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always think of Bellows too, and I love Brian Bellows. He's a good dude. I played in some of these charity events with him. But every time I think, what do you when you think of Brian Bellows? What do you think of? Kitchener Rangers and the picture nope, on the nope, hockey news of nope, him under yeah, the all you gotta do tree. is all Sorry. you gotta do is go on YouTube. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you gotta go on YouTube. And Brian Trache, one of my favorite people on the planet. He and Kevin Stevens on the bench chirping Brian Bellow. Just look it up. Uh it's blue. Uh parental guidance is suggested. <laughs> but they absolutely rail on bellows it is great comedy to the point that there was a term that they called bellows from this video and now even in xl uh, arena in minnesota there is a bellows fan club with that term that they called him written on the back of his jersey just look it up okay it up. well uh rich robertson's watching tell clark to look it up the clark, old, tell clark to look it up the, yeah but we can't ever i don't think uh, Rich in no, Edmonton says the old Met Center. They're you know thinking about in Bloomington, Minnesota. Um, Jenna oh, yeah. is watching in Southern California. Says that Jets jersey is very nice. That's from Jenna. So people they love talking about third jerseys. They love talking about the old days, obviously. Um, hey Minnesota. One, one thing about Minnesota yeah. too. And I go back. My I really started following hockey when the WHA was around. They used to have the Minnesota Fighting Saints uh, at the time, and they played. Uh, in an arena that had clear boards, clear boards. Did you not? And I it was outstanding. It was like playing in a squash cart, a squash court. It was um, uh, unreal. I didn't know that. Okay. Now, so we got that. The polls up for the next 24 hours. I'm expecting Winnipeg to win, but we're down to the elite eight. Now, I'm not going to ask. Winnipeg's you winning in hockey, yours. by the way, too these days. Dude, playing great. Well, hockey. we that's. Let's spend a minute on that, and then I do want to go to Bo Levi signing a three-year deal in Hamilton. Oh, but the okay. Jets, they are I the number I've one team. I screwed up this the... co-hosting thing very well. I, like, look what I'm doing. As Sorry. one of our tech people said, that's what happens when you have two hosts. And I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, we'll get to Bo Levi, but the Jets are the number one team in the NHL's West Conference. And somebody wrote in here the other day, and he said, do you see them getting to the second round? I'm thinking, why would we not think they're going all the way to the Stanley Cup? I do. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, you know, the funny thing is, you wouldn't have said that about a month ago, right? And and maybe even like six weeks ago. I, I find there's a little topsy-turvy. The only real consistent in the National Hockey League right now is the Boston Bruins, who are absolutely destroying everybody. Uh, but, yeah, Winnipeg has played great hockey over the last, I'd say, six weeks, getting good goaltending. Um, they're playing as a team. They're really playing as a team. No one player is dominating night in and night out. I think the last time I was on with you, Rob, we were talking about how they were missing, you know, 
uh, somebody like a, a Patrick Laine, you know, who could just fire the puck at will, would take a lot of shots, and you know, the, the percentage would that would, would be that he might score. But yeah, they've turned it around, and yeah, I, I would say if it started today, my thing is come see me in April or late April and, and early May, and as we know, I hey, I'm living in Toronto now, and you know, the, the Maple Leafs have been like the the Buffalo Bills of you know they they they're, they're designed to kind of break your heart. So you, you see me in the playoffs. You never you never know what what could happen. Well, at some point, the Leafs are going to break through that, and I guess at some point the Winnipeg Jets will break through that. But and they're a long ways away from clinching. And I said last week, could you imagine a Toronto Winnipeg Stanley Cup final? Could you just imagine that? Could the country handle yeah. it? Well, or any Canadian team in a Stanley Cup final. It's been a while since well, we had, those two. Been, those two, because yeah, you know them so been, well. You're from one and live in the other. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been you know since 1993 that a Canadian team last won uh, a cup, and I guess you know there are a lot more Americans. It's hard to win. It, they say it's the hardest trophy to win. I completely, firmly believe that. But I also do believe that the I, I hate the playoff format, and I'm not an apologist for you. Guys still got to beat teams, but there's no reason in the world. That one should not play eight, two should not play seven. It just doesn't make sense to me. This stupid rivalry thing. I don't know who designed that or came up with it. I can guess who did. Wrong. Why do you play all of those games? Why should you get rewarded and play against a team that is is not lower ranked? You you, you know you until they find a way to get through this or, or come up with logic, common sense, Rod. Um, I, I do think that you're going to start see you know maybe. A few more Canadian teams make it. Like, like it makes no sense. Like, rivalry on rivalry. Okay, let's get. But hey, let's get all the Canadian teams to play each other early. No. Well, I'll tell you what. How are you on the pressure on Canadian teams? Because you, again, you're living in oh. Toronto. You've heard it. Mike Babcock's yes. talked about it. Tim yeah. Hunter is on this show regularly. He was on here yesterday. He was assistant coach for the Leafs. He's like, it's too much. But I'm like, is it more than on the Cowboys in Dallas or the Yankees in no. New York? And is it a legitimate excuse as to why a team can't win? I mean, well, I say the second you start giving the media a Stanley Cup ring, then I'll start believing they're at fault yeah. for losses and why you can't win. But how are you on the pressure in Canadian cities as to why we have this drought that goes back to 93? I, I think it does exist. I do think I don't believe in jinxes, but I do believe in pressure that's put on in self-imposed pressure. And I also think that social media certainly doesn't help the pressure. Now, people will say, oh, you know, just put it away. But if you look at how all of the young players have engaged in social media because it is a monetary thing now, it is their branding, uh, they're involved. And so, you know, they're getting hate. Uh, when they get hate, they're getting love when they get love, and 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 they're young. And and I also do believe that this cap era hasn't certainly helped. Uh, you know the the opportunity in Toronto. Remember when they used to just go and try to buy cups, and that didn't work either. But for this team in this yep. city where I am in Toronto, to not win a first round playoff, never mind a cup, Rob, just get out of a first round. Uh, and, and not have the consolation, well, you know, they played really well against Tampa or, you know, whoever. They played really well. And they took No, 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 no. You've got to beat everybody, but um, get out of a round. Uh, but there is an inordinate amount of pressure, and I do believe it, it, it kind of rela it relates to what they go on and they go through in New York and the big markets. And But it's, uh, by the way, 
for any hockey players who might be watching or listening, I don't know if they watch or listen to the media, but if they are and they and they think it's uh, baloney uh, and they, they think that it's too much, try living in New York and being a baseball player. Try living in L.A. being a basketball player. Try living there. And you see what that pressure is like. Ask Aaron Judge what the pressure was like to hit home runs. You know, ask Dak Prescott what it was like to win for the Dallas Cowboys. Ask him. We're talking the pressure in a 35 million person country with probably let's say 10 million hockey fans let's just roughly say okay multiply that by an, you know another fifth uh, yes in the i gotta stop you for a second are you familiar with the name joe rose oh yeah yeah so he's on the radio here in miami he played for the dolphins for 10 years he was marino's yeah. tight end and he does color for the dolphins he's on the radio here every day just ripping the hell out of mike mcdaniel yeah. and the dolphins and i'm like how do you get on the plane and look him in the yeah. eye because he that's flies so non-canadian that's so un-canadian like okay here, here's another thing i do i i and i'll throw this out i don't care because i don't work for either either of them but a team here, and I'd hate to be, because I'm not Toronto-centric at all. I, I like watching them all. But because we're talking about that pressure, when you have a team that is owned by media entities, and by the way, most media entities are owning sports franchises, it's very easy to control your message. I think it would be a lot harder on the Leafs and the Raptors in this town, and I guess the Argos too, if they weren't owned by these two entities. Because, yeah, they can criticize, but they can't rip. You can't rip. And there's a big difference. In Montreal, they rip. In Edmonton and Calgary, they rip. In Vancouver, they rip. In the peg, they rip. They don't rip as much as they... They, they, they do on social, and they do on the sports... But they could really rip if they weren't owned, if the team wasn't owned... By those media properties i am totally convinced on that one yeah i yeah, know i believe you but i also wonder where the line is because i've got nhl radio in my vehicle here in south florida and i listen regularly and i've heard some guys not gonna name them ripping daryl sutter yeah. this week in the flames i'm like oh, how are you getting away with that no they, they don't work for the flames or have any connection to the Flames, but I'm like, how come you can say that and other guys get their credentials revoked? I'm not saying with the Flames. But hey, Rod, if your team's yeah. not winning, though, if your team's sub 500, I'm going to tell you, in any sport, you're going to get criticized. You are going to get criticized if you are hovering near a playoff. The Flames, the Canucks, and the Oilers at the beginning of the season underperform. There is no doubt. You saw where they were. You saw in the standings. Some still haven't performed. Some are starting to rise. Winnipeg arguably was not performed. Now it's funny how everybody's showing them love, mad love and respect. The best deodorant in sport is winning. Bottom line. Yeah, there's no doubt. Covers a lot of other nasty smells, as they say. Yes, we'll be right back, if you can believe it. I should have used someone more. I was working with, Leo. Yeah, right. We'll be right back with Rod Black. We will talk a little CFL, and uh, I got to get in his NFL thoughts, too. It's the RP Show. We are live on the Game Plus television network across all of Canada, 10 provinces, 2 territories, 31 U.S. states. We're live on YouTube as well and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Yeah, two of us, and it's very confusing. Uh, Rod Black's with us. Let's bring him on in. He brought he brought up Mr. Dress Up earlier. Not me, the famed children's television star, Canada's Mr. Rogers. David's watching on Game Plus TV in Winnipeg, and he says Mr. Dress Up was American. He's from. Oh, wow. He says he once told the story that. of crossing the border with his tickle trunk. He is from Lewiston, Maine. Uh, Kevin. He's a draft dodger. Morning. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone now. Oh, I Kevin knew it. In Regitis, I knew it. I absolutely Ke knew it. Kevin says, great show, Rod. I don't know who he's talking to. He goes, just got cable again. Seeing your show is a bonus. Best wishes. <laughs> Signed, Kevin and Regina. Yes, we're on Sastel Max right. Cable, channel 427, the RP show, Game Plus TV. Now, to the CFL, I can't let you go without hey, your Hey, thoughts. hello to Moose Bill Shaw, by the in, way. I they love you that. and Moose Shaw. I love yeah, you and Mike Vanderjack. Oh, you and Mike yeah. Vanderjack. Oh, I, I'm going to repeat you, this. And Shane Corson and Darcy Tucker. From uh, yesterday, Bill in Cochran, Alberta. Bill in Cochran, morning, Rod. How long before you reach out to Bo Levi for an interview? The answer to that is half past never. But big news yesterday. Bo Levi signs a three-year deal with the Tiger Cats. What does this do to the landscape of the CFL East Rod or CFL overall in your mind? Well, clearly, I mean, that, that's Bo Levi Mitchell. Uh, I guess you, he, you, you and Bo Levi don't see eye to eye, I guess, or, or whatever. Bo's, Bo is Bo. Uh, <laughs> Bo knows uh, more than a lot of people. I even said in his press conference, I loved what he said. He said, hey, I'm cocky, I'm arrogant. Um, I, I, you know, it's all about me sometimes. Maybe he didn't say that, but he did say that, you know, his mind is his biggest weapon. Uh, I've covered this league for a long time, like you, Rod, and uh, he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. There is no doubt uh, he is uh, a legacy quarterback. Uh, I have seen over the last few years that, you know, he, he hasn't been that Bo Levi Mitchell that we saw before. Father time is undefeated. He has a chip on his shoulder pad. I do believe with the kind of offense he can bring and what Orlando Steinauer might have and Tommy Condell, um, because he is kind of, everybody calls him a gunslinger. I don't believe he's a gunslinger. I think he's a, a game management quarterback with some really, when he has weapons, and dink and dunk with the best of them. I think he makes them better for sure. Um, I think he will sell tickets for sure. Uh, will he stay healthy? That's the question mark. Uh, will he get out of his own way? That's a question mark. But let's face it, um, you know, the East, uh, there's one team that was even hovering near 500 last year for the most part, right? And so that makes it a little better. And obviously the Great Cup champions exist in the same conference. You know that pinball's watching that down the road. But isn't it funny? I, I was thinking about it yesterday, how lives and careers can turn. Let's go back about eight or nine years when Zach Caleros was the quarterback in Hamilton. Maybe, man, I guess it's a little longer than that. And, you know, great things were expected. And he had all those injury issues, and then he got shipped out, and then he went to Saskatchewan. You know what happened? Then he ended up in Winnipeg, and he's become a Hall of Fame quarterback. And look what happened to Bo Levi Mitchell, who was winning everything, getting his team in every year. Um, 
you know, our, the, the best quarterback in the game, winning MVP every year. And now his career is kind of on that downslide. So I always think that a guy like Zach or a guy like BLM, Bo Levi Mitchell, I do think that they're motivated by failure or doubt from other people and hunger. And a hungry Bo Levi Mitchell might be really what the Hamilton Tiger Cats need. Um, it will be very interesting. Very, very interesting. I want to get to the NFL in a second, but I want to say one thing about you. And for those that don't know, you mentioned how long we've known each other. 2013 Grey Cup. Cuthbert's doing it on TV. Yes, You're doing it on radio. It was a somewhat cold day at Taylor Field that day, 2013. And you come walking down that, you know, the press box at Old Taylor Field was like Alcatraz. It was like a prison. <laughs> but you were wearing it was actually a nice and yeah, it ended up being nice. All week it was like minus 52. I'm surprised somebody didn't die. But you were wearing Sorrells and jeans, and I'm like, you can do that. You know, I'm like, wow, you weren't on Radio, television. Right? no makeup. <laughs> Loved exactly. it. You like that. You like that, eh? And I, by the way, that was a terrific week too, right? And that was a terrific week. And Regina, I always say if they hosted the Grey Cup every year, it would be the best party, you know, every year. Um, they have to share it with other cities, but it's... You know, they will do a fantastic job. Hey, you're sitting there in the Golden Horseshoe, and I saw this yesterday. Uh, the NFL outdrew the NHL this past weekend in Canada handily for TV ratings. It's one thing to surpass the CFL. To outdraw the NHL shocked me. Should I be shocked? How do you read that? No, because they're big games, and I do believe also that and this is nothing against uh, Hockey Night in Canada, uh, but Saturday night is an appointment viewing like it once was. It's not like appointment like it once was. It's there's so many games, there are so many teams, uh, and and people now they have allegiances. When we used to turn on on Saturday night, we used to watch Montreal or Toronto growing up, or you know then the Vancouver came in, then the other. But there are allegiances in prevent. You know, uh, I would say it's very provincial. Uh, so it's not quite what it once was. Having said that, they're consistently drawing whatever that number. I don't know what the number is. Probably 1.5. Is that what it is? 1.5 million? Right around Saturday there, yeah. Night? Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. Uh, so and then the NFL games that are getting down to the final four, I think that that, you know, has a... That, that, has, that has a ring to it and a lot of power. And by the way, the, the, the lure of... The, the, the powerful matchups and the stars and everything that we're aligning and the promotion and the fact that in Canada, it's also on CTV, a national network. Now they get those numbers. So I get that. I, I do get it. And by the way, there's no more powerful league and nothing against, sorry, hockey fans. There is no more powerful league in North America than the National Football League. They just, it's an ATM and they just keep grabbing viewers. And by the way, if you saw those numbers last week, guess what the numbers will be like Sunday? And the only good thing that Hockey Night in Canada could say this Saturday, there's no NFL games on Saturday. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, have you heard what the owners are talking about now, having neutral site cities for the conference championship games because they sold 50,000 no. tickets? You have a neutral like site that. game already. You have a neutral yeah, well, site game already. Yeah, they want more. They have How a neutral site. That? It's called the Super Bowl. Here, but then again, so you have a neutral. So what is the, what is the carrot? What is the the, the what, what is the power of of winning your division, being having the best record, so that what you can go to a neutral site? 
so that that other team, and by the way, that could be a wild card team that comes into a neutral site that could have a 500 record. You might have, let's say down the road, maybe had an undefeated season. Are you kidding me? No, you have, I'm an incentive guy. I said about the National Hockey League, you finish first, you play the eighth place team. You finish first, you get home field advantage all the way up until that Super Bowl. No, they also have other neutral site games. They have games in England and and wherever else they might play in Mexico or wherever. Uh, no, I I don't buy that. You, you have a neutral site game. That's just a cash cow to me. Uh, and 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 could you imagine had there been this sort of neutral site entity based on the Bengals and the Bills, what would have happened? No, no, I I, I don't. I disagree. You you get the I, now that was a unique one. I understood the situation based on. Uh, DeMar Hamlin's situation and everything. Probably, yeah, let's do that. But no. Have neutral site games in the preseason. Have one neutral site game to end the season. I love it, but do you not think these owners are so greedy? Because I do, that they don't care about the home field thing. And they'll be stu- that's stupid. That's stupid. Then they're stupid, too. You can be greedy and stupid, because that's just stupid. Yeah, they'll, they'll hey. have more money. They'll add My more money, but again, home field advantage is enormous. Ask San Francisco. Yeah. Ask Philadelphia. Ask the Buffalo. Ask oh, them all. Sorry, forget. Wait. <laughs> right. Uh, well, my mom said, guys with more money than brains. Owners. Yeah. All right, Rod, this has gone far too fast. Uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who do you have this week? I have the Eagles for sure, and um, Kansas City. You? I got the Eagles uh, just because I like the Jalen Hurts story, and I like Brock Purdy, uh, and I, I've got the Bengals. The Bengals, by the way, just mark this down. Save this tape. Clark, Rod, you can you – can, it's, it's a gift that I keep on giving. The Cincinnati Bengals will win the Super Bowl. Spicy. You can roll that back. Write it down. Yeah. Okay. Cincinnati He's Bengals into the predictions the now. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, for their sake, uh, will win the Super Bowl. Okay, got it. Rank Even though it. I have a San Francisco right, 49er helmet. Hot take. All right. I see that. All right, see you, but great it. to be we'll with be you. Right back with us. Well, on. Great Goodbye, to have you. Show. I appreciate the time. <laughs> we'll be right back with a sports update and viewer takeover. Moose in hour two, and the voice of the Tie Cats, RJ Broadhead. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? 
Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hi, everybody. So we're back. It's viewer takeover and sports update here right now. i got to tell you clearly, I love Rod Black. Known him a long time. When he's on, particularly co-hosting, it can be stressful, okay? Stressful. It's like riding a tiger. You don't know where it's going to go. Um, but it's great, and I appreciate him helping out but because of that and we're a little out of our groove i apologize that i didn't get to as many of your comments from the audience as i normally do uh for instance andrew stout has written in a few times and he has written in again and i appreciate this regarding the passing of my cousin christine she says bonjour or uh, andrew says bonjour rod when my father passed away last july christine always asked how i was doing my heart goes out to you and the family rod as christine would always say go raptors je t'aime fort mon ami love you too buddy thank you andrew and uh yeah christine was a big supporter of this show big supporter of sports big supporter of me and uh, she had that severe health event last week and uh, she, unfortunately she didn't come out of it she passed away overnight so i to mention that off the top of the show it's uh, obviously a bit difficult but condolences to her media family and thanks for yours um, Carlos is watching in Indianapolis. This is Indianapolis. He says, good hour between the pair of rods. Um, man, does it ever go fast with him? Uh, Mark and Melford wants to know if there's an updated bracket for the NHL reverse retro jersey. Follow our feeds, Mark. That's all that I can say. I'm not going to ask Clark to put it up because it's, we won't put it up here. At, well, at least push it to next hour. Not, not right now, anyways. So, yeah, it's down to the Elite Eight. And I get why Mark wants to know who's left in this jersey bracket. Today, it's Winnipeg, Minnesota. I voted for Winnipeg. Rod Black voted for Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg is going to pull out of this thing. But maybe not. Jets versus Minnesota Wild in the Daily Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, regarding the signing of Bo Levi Mitchell in Hamilton. Uh, Jeff says, how does paying Bo more money than he made in Calgary with a repaired shoulder make sense? Leave that to the big boys, Jeff. The guys that do it for a living. But I thought the same thing. 
Regarding the NFL beating the NHL in Canada on the weekend for ratings, Rich Robertson in Edmonton says lots of Bills fans in southern Ontario. A ratings boost for sure. Regarding this weekend's NFL Conference Finals, our director of scouting, Craig Smith, writes in. He thinks the Philadelphia Eagles are going to advance and the Bengals. Viewer Robert Hunt says the 49ers and the Bengals. Maybe we'll kick that around next hour. We'll kick that around next hour. Sports update, a quick one. The NHL All-Star Skills Competition is set to feature two new outdoor events in South Florida, a mix of hockey and golf, and a dunk tank on the beach. The league announced details for the opening. Last minute of play of hour one. The league announced details for the opening of All-Star Weekend, which is set for next weekend here in South Florida. Sunrise in Fort Lauderdale, including the return of women's hockey players in what the NHL is calling pitch and puck. Six players will play a par four with a combination of golf and hockey shots. Splash shot will involve players shooting pucks at targets to dunk their opponents. How about that? The Toronto Raptors with a 21-27 and 27 record tip off a seven-game NBA road trip tonight with a game against the Sacramento Kings. Both teams are coming off wins. The Raptors face the Golden State Warriors in San Fran on Friday and then travel to Portland visiting the Blazers on Saturday. The Blazers... This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Get out, catch what's new. We'll talk about it next hour at Landmark. Moose rejoins and RJ Broadhead right after this brief pause. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.